and welcome back to the TTPA, Tatani Talks Pirkei Avos, the year where we talk a Mishnah of Pirkei Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. We are in season five with the commentary of the Sforno, the translation and the notes of Rabbi Palkovitz. We are looking at chapter three, paragraph 11, Parag Gimel Mishnah Yud Aleph, Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa Omer. Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa says, Kol sheyiras cheto kodemes l'chachmato, Anyone whose wisdom, whose fear of sin, excuse me, takes priority over his wisdom, chachmaso miskayemes, his wisdom will endure. V'chol shechachmaso kodemes liyiras cheto, but anyone whose wisdom takes priority over his fear of sin, en chachmato, en chachmaso miskayemes, his wisdom will not endure. Fear of sin has to take priority. Of course, the highest level is Ahavat Hashem, love of Hashem. But a level before that is Yirat Hashem, having fear of Hashem, having fear of sin. Besides for all the things that we grapple with, all the things that we're, that we're pulled towards and we, and we want and we, and we try to deal with on a daily basis, in a general way, we have to understand that the fear of sin, the fear of Hashem should take precedence and then the wisdom will endure. If you think you're smarter than anything else, you think you're smarter than the Torah, God forbid, you think you're smarter than anything else, you will not endure. A classic example is Shlomo HaMelech Lahavdil. He thought that he was smarter than what the Torah said on some level. He probably didn't think it that way, but he said, I could have many wives, it won't be a problem. I could take many horses, it won't be a problem. The Torah testifies if you have many wives... Not a good thing. It's going to turn your heart astray. You have many horses going to make you go back to Mitzrayim. We don't want either thing to happen. Have have the proper amount of wives. Really, nowadays, after Rabbeinu Gershom's in action, one wife, one man, one unit, and not to have many horses, we don't want you to go back to Mitzrayim. And Shlomo said, I'm going to be able to do that. I'm not going to have the problem. But the Navi itself testifies that at the, throughout his life, towards the end of his life, the wives did stray his heart. We don't know if it means that there was actual Avodah God forbid, or if the wives did it and he didn't remand them, reprimand them, or rebuke them. But whatever it may be, he had many wives and they were converted, supposedly, obviously, in order for him to be able to marry them. But still, they they had some likeness and inclination towards whatever whatever beings or whatever that they believed in. Of course, there's only one Hashem, whatever idols they believed in. You have to understand that your fear of sin has to come first. You can't say that your wisdom comes first. Even the greatest wisdom, the smartest man to ever live, Shlomo HaMelech, couldn't usurp whatever it says in the Torah. Hashem knows what he's talking about. Too many wives is going to turn the heart astray, God forbid, a little bit from Hashem. Too many horses is going to turn you back to Mitzrayim. He had to go back to Mitzrayim, and that's what happened. You have to understand, Hashem knows what he's talking about. Your fear of sin, you're listening to Hashem, understanding what Hashem wants has to come over whatever rationale, whatever reasoning, whatever wisdom you think you have. It all comes from Hashem, and that's what must come first. So the commentary from the Sforno talks about this Mishnah and the next Mishnah. We'll do it today with the notes as well. Fear of sin is that which deters one from harming others. Wisdom refers to social and communal conduct, while good deeds refers to actions performed by men for the benefit of others. Because next time we'll talk about the actions have to go more than the wisdom, and then the wisdom will endure. So when it comes to good deeds, it's the actions performed by men for the benefit of others. The Tana therefore states that when man conducts himself with wisdom, with social responsibility, with righteousness and justice, he's careful not to rob or be violent due to his fear of sin, which in turn is due to recognition of the greatness of his creator, that this is his will. He therefore accepts this heavenly will for the glory of God. If this be so, his wisdom will endure, for there will never be any rational reason to nullify his desire to obey Hashem's will. 
However, if his conduct is not motivated by fear of sin, but by a sense of social and civic responsibility which deters him from harming others only because such behavior would be detrimental to the social structure and stability, then his wisdom will not endure, for at times his pleasure and personal deeds will outweigh his social concerns. And to prove this point, Rebbe goes on to say, anyone whose good deeds exceed his wisdom, a person like this will act properly even in the absence of a compelling social need. This person recognizes the greatness of his creator, seeks to emulate him. His actions demonstrate that his social wisdom and responsibilities are motivated by this desire. It is for this reason that his wisdom endures for no circumstance will prevent him from pursuing this ideal and his ideal. However, if the reverse is true, then the result will also be the opposite. The notes point out that the Sforno, who defines wisdom as man's understanding of the need to establish a stable social order and deeds as the actions performed may men to benefit society explains the teaching of Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa in a most logical manner. If the motivating force driving man to conduct himself in a civil and responsible manner is fear of God, then he will behave in a responsible manner. However, if this element of Yeras Chet is lacking, then he will ultimately compromise his ethical beliefs in order to fulfill his personal desires and selfish needs. The Svarno elaborates on this theme by interpreting the next Mishnah also as Rabbi Hanina's proof for the thesis. If man's deeds for the good of society are motivated by his desire to emulate God, it will be reflected in his civic, social actions and endeavors, and therefore will be lasting. But if his civility and responsible behavior is only motivated by his desire to preserve the social order, then his behavior can be affected by selfish desires and personal considerations which are anti-ethical. In time, he will compromise his morals and they will gradually erode and crumble. This is what is meant by his wisdom will not endure. What must come first is that fear of sin. You could be the greatest, smartest person on earth, but you have to understand who's smarter. Of course, Hashem. Hashem knows what He's talking about. Hashem knows what He's saying, and when He's writing, you got to follow what Hashem says. Can't have that too many wives. Can't have too many horses. Can't think that you could own so many different things and it won't go to your head. You have to find ways to try to go around. You have to have safeguards. You have to have boundaries and you have to have borders and all that you do and all that you see, all that you hear, all that you're involved in. So you know the limitations. You know that your fear of sin is there and grounded. Wisdom. Don't think you're smarter than Hashem. God forbid. Don't think you're smarter than anyone else. Realize that we're all just peons in this system. We're all different servants here trying to serve Hashem the best we can and try your best you can every single day in order to do the best you can in all of your days. Join us next time as we talk about the second part of the Mishnah, which was explained in the comments today, good deeds exceeding the wisdom, why that's important here on the TTPA. And I'm your host, Tani.